because they own the tiebreaker with Tampa and Dallas. But if Dallas wins these last two games and Green Bay loses once, Dallas has the number one seed. You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle. Welcome back to Huddle Up, a football podcast. It's a Thursday podcast. It's always been a Thursday podcast. It's always going to be a Thursday podcast. We talked about this shit about doing Tuesday podcast and maybe a Wednesday podcast and a Thursday podcast. No, it's a Thursday podcast. It's recorded on a Wednesday night. And tonight I'm joined by Daniel and, of course, Corey Wilkerson. You can find him on Twitter. What is it now? Not Wilkie Wonka FF. What is it? No, it's uh, DJ Silk, C-I-L-K underscore TTV. And they can find you at on Twitch at the same name. Do they have to type in the TTV for Twitch? Nope. On Twitch, it's just DJ Silk, DJ C-I-L-K. What do you do on Twitch? What have you been doing? What have you been up to? Uh, I've been playing some games on Twitch uh, Tuesday and Wednesday nights, so that's been taking up some time. But uh, I am live right now on Twitch doing the podcast. There you have it. So So if you want to watch it happen live, you can come on over and check it out. Wednesday nights around 9.30. Around 9.30. A little late tonight, 9.48, I see. So 9.45, whatever, 9.30. We talked about, we were just talking before we started about the uh, the Packers game and the Vikings game. We were trying to figure out the implications of that because um, the Chiefs have already, not the Chiefs, what am I thinking here? Uh, who's locked up the, geez, you had said the Chiefs locked up the one seed. Is that the truth? Did we talk about that? No, no, not yet. The Chiefs, Chiefs were the only ones in the AFC technically that's clinched a playoff okay, There spot. we go, there we go. That's what it was. Yeah. But in the NFC, we don't have anything clinched yet. Is that correct? We have five that have clinched playoff berths and two, I believe, that have clinched uh, divisions, but no uh, no seeds, no so seeding. So I'm bombing I'm bombing everything in the intro. That we're talking about. <laughs> well, yeah. yes yeah. and no. I mean, there's some clinched stuff, but not, not all the way. I pretty much just asked all the questions in the exact wrong way. I think that's what you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There is still a lot in the air, and we were trying to figure out what's in the air about this upcoming uh, Vikings-Packers game because Corey's going to that game. First off, what um, what are you, Corey? Have you been to an away game before? What do you tell me about this? Like, is this a new thing for you? I've never been to an away Colts game. I've been to a Pacers game at, in uh, Detroit. Uh, at the Palace of Auburn Hills where Mouse of the Palace happened. I've done that. I've been to a Bulls game in Chicago. I've never been to an NFL game that wasn't here in Indy. Oh my and gosh. What are you looking for? It's going to be awesome. What's the yeah, most? No, it's crazy. Yeah. I, at some point I need to make it down to Cincinnati because it's a short drive, but uh, I've always said that it's, you know, on my bucket list that I'd love to go to a winter game in a snowstorm at Lambeau Field or up in Buffalo, one of the two. And this year for Christmas, my wife hooked it up. She got me tickets to Sunday night football in Lambeau Field. Uh, Packers are hosting the Vikings. Should be a big divisional game. Uh, Vikings need to win. And it's going to be colder than dog shit out there. So right now I'm prepping and making sure I've got clothes that are going to be warm enough so I'm not freezing my balls off. It is going to be colder than dog shit. Did they talk about snow? Did you talk to me about snow a couple of 
couple of days ago, you said there's supposed to be like three inches of snow on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll look again real quick uh, while we're talking about it. But I did see it was supposed to snow Saturday. Um, it didn't look like anything was going to happen Sunday, but I think up in that area, that's always subject to change. I think they're getting snowed on today, I'm pretty sure. So uh, I hope it does snow. I mean, I'm going to be freezing my balls off anyways, so it might as well yeah. snow too. Yep, I agree. If it's going to be yeah. cold, it might as well snow. I agree. Yes. Daniel, tell us about the implications of this game. You said something about the Cowboys, the Packers. I mean, there's a bunch of different teams that are like these two games actually matter. I mean, this game, I'm sorry. Um, the next couple specifically, but tell me what you just told us before we started. Yes. So according to my math, the only team that the Packers don't have a tiebreaker um, over, like a tiebreaker advantage over, is the Cowboys. Uh, because the Rams and the Bucks both are 11 and four, but the Packers are 12 and three. So even if they all finish with tied um, records, the the Packers would still have that that top seed. But the Cowboys, they are 11 and four as well. So if they tie with the Packers, they actually have the tiebreaker over them, according to uh, my my playoff machine math here. So if Green Bay loses one of these games and Dallas wins both then dallas would have the tiebreaker first seed at 13 and 4 so just to put it in context here dallas this week plays arizona which has been easy to beat up on recently arizona's like just flubbing out of like any sort of contention for the super bowl is what we were all thinking um, so obviously that Green Bay uh, Minnesota game, and then Green Bay finishes off with Detroit. Good God, Green Bay's going to win that. And then Dallas plays in Philadelphia next week. So if Dallas loses once, and I guess the Packers would would clinch that that number one seed if they beat the Vikings um, on Sunday night. But yeah, big big stuff there. It's all really close. I'm loving it. It's coming down to the wire here on both sides, especially the AFC. Good God. It's, it's uh, totally up in the air. The AFC is totally up in the air. Let's, um, let's really quick predict what we think is going to happen with this Vikers, Vikings Packers game. I have to say that the Packers will win. Yeah. Is that the, is that the general uh, consensus here? It's a division game. You never know. I mean, Vikings got Dalvin Cook back. You got to figure it's going to be a running game because of the temperature. I think it's going to feel like zero or something like that. So good luck, Corey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, God, the Packers have AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones and versus Dalvin Cook. I mean, who would you take there? If you just took the running games. I mean, if I took just if I took the running back, it would be Dalvin Cook. I think he is. Yeah. He's. He's not the best running back in football. We can't say that right now. I think we can say Jonathan Taylor's the best running back in football right now. Mm-hmm. Except yeah, for I think me. we can. And you know what? I think we could also say that he's second to Derrick Henry. I think it's still safe to say that because Derrick Henry gets the asterisk for being injured. And what would he be if it wasn't for the injury? I don't know. I, I know, think Derrick Henry would still have more rushing yards, but I think Jonathan Taylor would still be a better running back at this point. And I think that's probably well, the honestly. truth. Honestly. I think that's probably yeah. the truth. I'm not trying to, you know, go all homer here. We're going to talk about the Colts in a bit. I wanted to at least acknowledge that, you know, Derrick Henry's presence exists and he'll be back and maybe he won't be the best, but he could have been the best this year. It's possible. It was in with, within the realm of possibility. 
Dalvin Cook is really close to that because of, because of how well-rounded that he is. The man is an absolute weapon, and especially in a cold-weather game, when you can not only run the ball and pound it, he's very physical, but he's also so nimble as a receiver. These short dump-offs and you know all that other stuff that comes with cold weather and just getting the ball out quickly and, you know, all that stuff. I, I do think that Dalvin Cook is the better running back when compared to Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon in this environment and really in any environment at all. Um, he's, he's just a more versatile weapon, and it is good to have him back, but they did lose Adam Thielen. He's now on IR. I mean, without Adam, when Adam Thielen started getting hurt, that's when that offense fell apart. That's just the reality, and I thought it was... I, I, as, from a fantasy football perspective, Adam Thielen's like a, what, 31 or 32-year-old wide receiver um, who takes a lot of hits and catches a lot, and we're all waiting for that fall-off, and it doesn't happen, right? But the second that he's not on the team, the team starts to fall apart. I just said a bunch of different things that aren't connected there, but does that make sense about what I think about the offense? Like, I just feel like it's falling apart without Adam Thielen, which is yeah. crazy to me. I didn't think I would think that. Yeah, I mean, I've got a edge. You know, if I had to pick somebody, it's going to be the Packers. Obviously, they're hot. They played really well this year. Um, the defense is solid, but um, just like you said, I think the Vikings' offense isn't set up to succeed as much here as the Packers. They do have Dalvin Cook. He's well suited for this weather. It'll be a cold game. Um, but I think me going there, I really hope and want the Packers to win. Um, because I think the crowd's going to be ruckus, and it'd be a hell of a good time if Packers won, and I think they will. I think they're a better put-together team. I think they're hotter. I think they got the better QB and uh, better weapons overall. With Thielen out, uh, Packers have Devontae Adams, so I'm going to take the Packers. Corey, question. Are you willing to buy a jersey from another team that's not your own team? Is that something you're, you're, like, you're not above that? Yes or no? I mean, yeah, I'd do that. Every time I go to an away game, I buy a jersey from my favorite player from the home team. Okay. I'm just saying you don't have to do that, but it's been a great tradition. It's been great. I didn't buy one. I will say I didn't buy one for the Titans game because the Titans played the Colts, and I was with a bunch of Colts fans, and I wasn't going to be that guy with a Titans jersey. Yeah, fuck the Titans. So No, no, no. I'll order my Derrick Henry jersey in the mail. It'll show up, and nobody will ever know that I bought it. Fair enough. If, yeah, I honestly couldn't tell you who I would pick. That's what I was going to ask you. Who would you pick on the Packers? On the Packers? Oh, that's tough. Um, I mean, I'd probably just get an Aaron Rodgers jersey just to say I went and saw Aaron Rodgers and possibly Aaron Rodgers as you know in his last game as a Packer. True. So that that would almost motivate me not to get an Aaron Rodgers or Devonte Adams jersey though. So it's like, who else would you even like consider if both those guys are gone? But it's not like yeah, you're, but guys, it's not like you're wearing the jersey to the game. It's not even about right. that. It's a trophy of the event. And, and I think the trophy for that event would be Aaron Rodgers. I think yeah, so. Yeah, I agree. I think if, you're, so if you're using it like that. Or Devontae yeah. Adams. You know, there are a lot of people who would pick Devontae Adams. And I think that's, that's good too. Uh, AJ, um, it's not AJ Dillon. That AJ Dillon would not be one that I would pick unless I was a fan. Okay. Aaron Jones, ah, uh, don't, nah, maybe not. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. That's what I think. It would have to be one of those two, and yeah. that's that's the only the only two. Is Marquez? They have Marquez Valdez Scantling jerseys. No, dude, come on, They'll come on. Cheap, they don't dude. even sell those. They'll be so cheap. <laughs> you have so to cheap. you have to create your own jersey to even get a Marcus Valdez Scantling jersey. Oh shit, that's two hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> 
Okay, there's no transition here, so I'm going to move no, on. Hey, no, no, no. I wanted to. I wanted to mention something. We okay. mentioned Derrick Henry real quick. I wanted to just go back to him really fast. Just one stat to just blow your mind. Okay. Derrick Henry hasn't played since week eight. Okay, we're at week seventeen. Okay, just just wrap your mind around that. Derrick Henry is still top six in rushing in the NFL. That's crazy. He hasn't wow. played. This will be nine weeks. More, he will have missed more than what he has played. That's this incredible. week. That's incredible. He is literally, that is absolutely insane. So that is how good that man was when he was in. Hey, um, hey the, wait a minute. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, okay. On the NFL shop, you can buy Marquez Valdez scaling jerseys for 119 and... No, no. I swear they ship for free, and one of them is almost sold out for 119. They're almost, they're almost sold out because they made five of them, Corey. They made five <laughs> of them. That's probably true. What they should do is commemorate his number and sell them for eight dollars and thirty cents. On the topic. Didn't, uh, <laughs> on the topic. Didn't, didn't Randall Cobb wear eighty-three? Uh, no, eighteen. Okay. On the topic. I don't know how I remember that. This was just yep. retweeted by Tom Palesero from around the NFL. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers on retiring after this season. I wouldn't rule that out. I think I'm just enjoying this season for this season. I think that playing next year will definitely be in the thought process. So he's doing that cryptic thing. Uh, real quick before we move on, is Aaron Rodgers going to retire after this year? Yes or no? No. 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 Okay, let's move on. Is Aaron Rodgers going to leave the Packers after this year? Yes or no? Ooh, oof! I, I think yeah. I'm thinking yes. I think he he pulls Peyton Manning. Well, I guess not really a Peyton Manning, but I do think he goes somewhere you know just desirable as a location. So either a Denver, Miami, San Fran. It, he I could see him going to Denver. I mean, L.A. has a way of pulling strings, and they're a team that's built to probably win more than well, not San Francisco, but Miami for sure. How about this? He grew up. Well, like you, like you said, San Fran already. He grew up a San Francisco 49er. But I was going to say, what about the Pittsburgh Steelers? That would be dirty. That would be so dirty. That'd be really dirty. I don't know that he would get along with Tomlin. I don't think he'd get along with that horrible offensive line. Nope, that's not, that's not it. That's not I it. don't know that Aaron Rodgers really gets along with anybody. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's his right. own guy. Yeah, you're right. He's the modern Jay Cutler. Uh, yeah, you just you say, "Hey, <laughs> this is the modern. This is what we'd like to do." Like he's today's Jay Cutler. Yeah, you don't give Jay a fuck. Jay Cutler sucked, though. That's the difference. I no, like Jay Cutler was solid. He was fine. He was, he was all my right. favorite player there for a minute. Aaron Rodgers is way better, but yeah, Jay Cutler is fine. All right, I've got no good transition. We have talked about this <laughs> way longer than I thought we were going to talk about this. <laughs> that's that's fine. And we're going to talk about the Colts now. Carson Wentz okay. went into COVID protocol, I think it was yesterday or the day before. I think it was yesterday. And then later yesterday. The oh, NFL... oh, oh. oh, hold up. Okay, go ahead. Whenever that happened, headlines everywhere. And who's going to start? Is it going to be Ellinger or is it going to be Phillip Rivers? And we got a little excited <laughs> there for a minute. There was a headline that the Colts were calling Phillip Rivers or at least talking about it. And then go ahead, Tony. Next part. No, no, go ahead. You've got this. Oh, I think it was late. Was it last night or this morning? The five day. 
The five day was last night, yesterday. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so that would be night, Tuesday. Yeah. So that's actually two days ago. This is a Thursday podcast, Corey. That's right. That's right. Sorry. Um, and it was actually rumored. I saw a YouTube video the night before that that could happen. And then the next day, Carson Wentz was putting on the protocol. They were talking about him not playing and that he wouldn't play. And then that night, they switched the protocol, uh, according to the CDC, to five days, which makes Carson eligible to play on Sunday as long as he's asymptomatic. So Carson Wentz is playing football Sunday, boys. Well, wait a minute. Something got brought up to me. Melissa said she called me on this. She said, who's to say that Carson's asymptomatic? You haven't heard anything at all. Uh, no. He's asymptomatic. He's going to make sure he's asymptomatic. You, you They're can't not make sure. Him, so it's, not, it's not even going to be proven. He's going to be quarantined. that dude's ratting himself out? You can't. But that's one of those things. Like, they, they're going to take his temperature. I mean, if the man's got he, a temperature, that's a symptom. They're going to put him back. I mean. He would miss. He wouldn't. He, he would he, miss the birth of his own child to play. He's but gonna, he doesn't get this choice. Play. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem is in this scenario, I agree with you guys that he Dude. would, he would, but I don't think he gets the choice this time. If he who's has, taking, who's taking his temperature. He's at home. No, somebody's going to take his temperature on game day. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's, they're, he's an unvaccinated protocol, player. He has to oh. test daily anyway. Nope. Nope. Once they clear protocol, there's a, yeah, there's a window where they don't get tested again. You know what? Oh, You're right. Up. I've heard about this. You're right. Yeah, look that yeah. up. Um, While you look that up, I'm looking at four players who were activated from the COVID list for the Indianapolis Colts today. Biggest one, most notably, Quentin Nelson. Also important, Glowinski. And then Ture and Yasin were both activated from the COVID reserve list. That's a big deal because, honestly, I think... Uh, the Colts were, would have been in a very particular situation. The entire offensive line had been decimated last week. They were on one starter, two starters, I'm sorry, and then one of them got hurt. So they were left with one offensive lineman as a starter. Dude, Eric Fisher got <laughs> three different injuries in that game. Jesus. He is just, he is so hobbled. Yeah, and, and then like the third one, I saw him like come off the field. He was like limping very badly. And like two minutes later, they're like, yeah, update on Eric Fisher, guys. He is out for this game. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. So he got mangled. Despite the win, I mean, despite the injuries, the Colts won. However, losing Carson Wentz would have been, I, I believe, could potentially have been the ultimate nail in the hammer of the hammer in the nail of whatever that is. Anyway. Coffin. There you go. Thank you. Without all those pieces, this team could easily fall apart. Like, you know, I mean, you, you can't, we can't all sit here and literally say, just give Jonathan Taylor the ball 20 times and no matter what, it's going to work out. Without, well, if you don't have an entire offensive line, correct. it won't work. If you don't no have matter an, who's back there. an entire an offensive line or a quarterback, it's not going to work. Yeah, you're done. However, luckily those are coming back. Corey, did you find what you were looking for? I haven't found shit. Okay. Luckily, luckily the Colts paid the CDC to change the rules so that Carson can play this week. Luckily, that's exactly what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, complete silence. You're like, what do we even say to this douche right now? Luckily, that's what happened. (laughs) Oh, I would respond immediately. I was trying to find my unmute button. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well, it's a big game for the Colts. We've we've talked about this, I think, for Huge. for several weeks now. Every week is a playoff week for the Colts, and they have won 
all of those big games. This is another game that that at the beginning of the season looked like it would be a big game, but now the the Raiders are without a head coach. They're without their first round wide receiver, Darren Waller, and they're they're without their best player, Darren Darren Waller. Waller. Yep, that is the biggest thing. He was practicing too. He well set to be back at practice this week. And I was like, oh man, this is this is gonna turn into a good uh good matchup now. And then got put on IR today, ending his season. The Colts are gonna win this game. Do the Colts win this game if Carson Wentz is not quarterback? I think they do. Yeah, I think so. Why? I, Why? Why? Because they beat the Patriots with Carson Wentz going five and twelve, and I think you can get that out of Sam Ellinger. Especially when you have Jonathan Taylor. Did you hear that, Daniel? Could you hear that? Yes. The siren, specifically? Oh, no. I did not I hear the hear siren. It. You didn't hear it. Neither of you heard it? You're lying to me. I don't care. It didn't oh. go off, bro. No, it went, it. It, it went off. I don't care. You're lying to me, and I don't care. <laughs> no. Do you guys want to do your best bets? Okay. Hold on. We're done talking about the Colts already? Well, go ahead. Keep talking about it if you want. Well, all I wanted to say is there's no team in the NFL wants to play the Colts right now. They're on a they're on a huge stretch of wins, um, eight out of the last ten or something like that. But they're winning in prime time. They're winning with HBO in the building, and they're winning the games that are basically playoff games. So these stressful scenarios that they're go- that they've been going through for the past five to six weeks in prime time. You know, when they were below 500 and they needed wins, and now they're above 500 and they're getting wins against the number one seed in the AFC in New England, who was the number one seed in the NFC in Arizona. When the playoffs come around, they're not going to be phased at all. And Carson Wentz just proved that in late, late in the game, he can make the throw, and they've got arguably the best player in the NFL right now, Jonathan Taylor. So I, I think the Colts are built to make a run. That is maybe me being a homer, but they're looking extremely dangerous right now. Amen. Do you remember at the beginning of the year? Hold on. Before we move on to the best bets, Corey, you and I talked about the Colts going like 0-5 and, and it not being a problem at all. Like we walked, yep. we walked into it knowing that we were screwed for five weeks. I don't know about it not being a problem at all. I remember it not being a problem at all. You guys had your doubts still. Like of when course. it actually was happening, you're like, oh my God, and Jesus. Every reasonable person <laughs> has their doubts. Sure. But the process has proven itself worthy. And so I'm just trust saying here, process. You trust the process here. Now, having said that, if this offensive line isn't healthy, this whole thing falls to shit. Let's do the best bets of the week. Best bets of the week. Welcome back to best bets of the week. This is Corey. I'm back. I haven't made bets on the show here in what, four or five weeks. I think the competition's probably off now, but I've got some picks for this week. Corey, that, um, that actually, technically, uh, you forfeited the competition. So you now owe Daniel <laughs> five shots for the Super Bowl show, which I expect you to be here for. So anyway, that's all. All which, right. I'll find, Corey, I'll now, now add up to 35 for you. <laughs> that's 35 shots on Super Bowl night <laughs> just one hour <laughs> <laughs> alright anyways uh, we'll just alternate Daniel I'll just hit the first one here I've got the Dolphins plus three and a half at the Titans I don't know what it is 
I know the Titans have been winning games, but without Derrick Henry, I'd, and with Tannehill at quarterback, I just don't have a ton of confidence in him. I feel like at some point they're just going to fall on their face and they're just not as strong as their seeding says they are. Um, and the Dolphins are hot, plus three, uh, plus three and a half. I kind of like them as the better team here. I don't know if they are, but I think the Dolphins keep the streak alive and cover that three and a half at the Titans and possibly win. Nice. I have another spread. Um, Corey, while you were away, I've been kind of mixing uh, the spreads and yep. over-unders uh, just from how I like them. And by the way, last week went 4-0. Just wanted to point that out. Gave some parlay advice last week too. 4-0 on my picks. So hopefully I can keep that going. Um, it's another three-and-a-half spread for me. It's the Rams. They're going into Baltimore. Baltimore just got absolutely obliterated by Joe Burrow and the Bengals and Matt Stafford has the ability to be way better than Joe Burrow on any given week. Um, his weapons may not be as good, but this offense can be very dynamic um, with Cooper cup, Odell Beckham, Van Jefferson. I mean, you just, you just name it, fire them up against Baltimore. They are just a horrible secondary um, injuries galore. This team just cannot stack up. Up. Um, we may get Lamar Jackson this week, so that's good. Um, and the Ravens are at home, so they may put up a little bit of a fight here. But uh, the Rams, it's close enough to the end of the year. They're just knocking on the Super Bowl window here, and they're they're trying to get a good seed for the playoffs. And the Rams did not have a good week this past week uh, against Minnesota. And just look look for them to rebound. Matt Stafford knows that that game was on him, and um, he's he's gonna he's gonna torture Baltimore this week. So three and a half Rams cover. Uh, I actually picked the same game, so yeah. Uh, you, you go ahead and hammer that one. Rams minus three and a half at the Ravens. I'll just move on to my next one. Cardinals plus five and a half at the Cowboys. I feel like at some point here, the Cowboys, I don't know. I don't believe in them. And maybe it's because they haven't done anything impressive for like a decade. They've been just a medium of the road, mediocre team. And when they do make the playoffs, they fall on their face. And I don't know, they, they've looked really good, but I feel like at some point they will uh, fall on their face. And I know the Cardinals have been going through a rut here. Uh, I'd like to see Kyler Murray bounce back. I think he can do that this week. It is at the, you know, in Dallas, but Cardinals getting five and a half, even if it's a close game, maybe Dow, uh, the Cowboys kick a field goal to win. You're going to cover that. Um, I, I, I feel like the Cardinals are going to win this week, though. So I've got Cardinals plus five and a half at the Cowboys. Corey, your mic sounds really good, actually. Um, Wait a minute. Your mic sounds good. Thanks, buddy. Okay, go Christmas. ahead. Go ahead, Daniel. My next uh, pick is the Patriots and Jags game. I hate this game um, both ways. And so the over-under is a measly 41 and a half, and I'm taking the under. Uh, Jacksonville just lost their bets offensive player in James Robinson. So they're going to be starting Dare Agumbawale at running back. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence hasn't thrown a touchdown in five weeks. The kid sucks. He's going up. (laughs) (laughs) And he's going into New England. He's not going to throw a touchdown again this week. (laughs) So neither team, and I'll give the Jags credit on defense. They're getting to be pretty solid. They're, they're very underrated. And the Patriots 
that, you know, they, they've shown that when they get tested offensively and their running game isn't all the way there, they struggle. Mac Jones, you know, if he has to put up 300 yards to win a game, they're just not going to win. The Colts proved that. Um, and then last week they did just relied on their running game again. So um, it's hard to run on the Jags right now, to be honest. It, the la- they started the year very, very weak, so that's why their rush defense is so bad on the year. But the Jags, with Josh Allen there on defense, that Josh Allen, um, they, they come in every once in a while. So I think this is a game, cold-weather game. I, I just don't like this at all. 41-and-a-half, I'm, I'm hammering the under on this. If this tells you anything, the over-under is only 48-and-a-half, and the Patriots are projected to win by 15 from Vegas. That is awful. And again, yeah. Trevor Lawrence sucks. Yeah, wow. you know, I do want to talk about Trevor Lawrence real quick because I was really high on him, when, you know, coming out of the draft. I mean, he was, Me supposed to be, he's, he was supposed to be the closest thing to Andrew Luck since Andrew Luck. And, I mean, he has done nothing this year. And I, I know a lot of people will be like, well, it was Urban Meyer. Well, if Andrew Luck had Urban Meyer, he's going to find a way to make plays and throw touchdowns, but this team hasn't been able to put up points for the life of them. Like if, if he was a really good football player, like he was supposed to, he would just make things happen and keep them in games. Like Andrew Luck walked into a, what were they? Two and 14 and carried them to 11 and five the next year into playoff playoffs, just absolutely carried the Colts. So I, I'm completely out on Trevor Lawrence. I, you know, urban Meyer or not, this guy looks horrible. Um, How many it. touchdowns? No, 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 no. no. Uh, this is no, a no, trivia, no. trivia question for both of you. No, 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 no. Go just, ahead. Just, it's Go really ahead. funny. The last 10 weeks, 10, 10 weeks, how many touchdowns do you think Trevor Lawrence has thrown? What's your guess? Just Two. quickly, without looking it up or cheating. Two. I, I mean, four. Two. I guessed it. In 10 <laughs> weeks. 10 weeks. That's horrible. Two I mean, touchdowns. That's total. That's what I'm saying, bro. If you're if you're a good quarterback and you can move around like him and make the plays with your arm, you're gonna just find a way to get it done and throw more than two. Yeah, I mean, some of these games too, 54 attempts, 35, 42 attempts, 40, Listen. 38, 39, and he hasn't thrown touchdowns. He's thrown two touchdowns in the last <laughs> ten weeks. Guys, 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 guys. Jacksonville. Two, Tony. Two. Jacksonville sucks. He's only thrown more than Trevor Lawrence. He's only thrown more than one touchdown once. Hold on. I'm I'm going to play devil's advocate. So back off for a second. Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. (laughs) Urban Meyer's gone now. He hasn't thrown a touchdown since Urban Meyer left. Urban Meyer doesn't just have an effect on Trevor Lawrence. He has an effect on the entire team. He has an effect on absolutely everything that goes on. He took so much control. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm in on Trevor Lawrence because I'm definitely not all the way in. But we have to remember that when he was at his best, it was with a great Clemson team, right? So it's going to take time. Honestly, when he was at his best, he was a freshman. When you go from (laughs) one of the best teams in football to one of the worst teams in football, it's going to take a lot of time. And when one of the worst teams in football is being driven into the ground by a man who believes that he is somehow smarter than everybody else when clearly he is not. I should never have drafted Tim Tebow. I was stupid. 
I mean, yeah, it was mistake was after mistake after mistake. And unfortunately, I think Trevor Lawrence is a victim of that. I'm not saying he's going to be phenomenal. He, he may not ever be what we thought he could be. He might just be a backup. But I think he's a starter. I do think he's a starter. And I think he's on a really, really bad football team. And there's a lot of blame to go around. That's all I'm saying there. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, okay. All right, back and to best for the bets. final bet of the week. Of the week. The final bet of the week. I have placed the Lions here. The hottest team in the NFL. Oh, my God. Coldest team. At the Seahawks, the coldest team in the NFL. Hottest team. I've got the Lions plus seven and a half at the Seahawks this weekend. Oh. I, I don't think the Seahawks give a shit. I think they're all over it. Yeah, they're, they're ready done. to just get out of the season. Yep. I think the Lions, you know, they're still biting ankles out there, boys. And they've got a couple wins under their belt. Sometimes it just takes one or two to, you know, learn what it takes to make it happen. So give me the Lions plus seven at the Seahawks. Corey, before we go, will you say that part about how they're the best, worst team in football? (laughs) Say what? The thing about how the Lions are the best, worst team in football you've ever seen. They're the best. Well, whenever they were, they were the best winless team I've ever seen in my life. Hey, Tony. Yes. Tony, yes, you're going to need to do that again. I've got two bets left. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I skipped over one. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, so... me and Corey had the same, and then so he went. I oh. have two left. Okay. Uh, go ahead. And <laughs> next. <laughs> okay. So next bet here. Uh, Chiefs Bengals. This is actually what some are calling kind of the game of the week. Uh, Chiefs are traveling to Cincinnati. The over-under is 51. Cincinnati just put up, gosh, can't remember how many they scored. It was in the 40s. They blew out Baltimore. The Chiefs blew out Pittsburgh. Two high-flying offenses, and I think it stops this week. I'm taking the under. Uh, Chiefs' defense has been very, very strong. I think Joe Burrow is not going to have a good week this week. Um, everyone's going to be, you know, flying high, thinking, you know, what have you done for me lately? And saw T. Higgins put up nearly 202 and Jamar Chase killing them. That's not going to happen this week, um, even at home. The Bengals are at home again. The Chiefs are going to come in. I think the Chiefs might struggle a little bit too. Um, so I, I, there's just something about this game that I don't like as far as the scoring. And I think the recipe to beat the Chiefs is to keep Pat Mahomes off the field. And Joe Mixon has been very, very good. So I think the Bengals are going to try and just try to milk the clock on a lot of this game. So I don't know if this is going to be this big high-scoring affair. Um, I think I think it's going to be pretty low scoring. So I'm going to take under 51 on that. And then my very last bet, I know you guys will love this. Colts minus 6.5. We talked about it. Everybody Ooh. coming off the COVID list. Darren Waller done for the year. Raiders have just not looked very, very crisp. So I I think the Colts, they cover at home here um, by a touchdown. And uh, I think they they go ahead and just clinch their playoff spot this week uh, by beating one of those teams that are in in the hunt there and knocking them out of the playoffs all in one swoop. The Colts can clinch with a win? Pretty much. Play the Jags next week, so... Oh, we've seen how that goes. You just talked a bunch of shit, Daniel, about how the Colts lose to the Jags. Shut up. 
<laughs> I say they lose to the Jags every once in a while, but that was before my Trevor Lawrence rant. There you go. There you have it. <laughs> Is that it? Are we good to go? Can I hit the button now? Hit it. Good to go. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay in the huddle. Huddle Up. Team on three. One, two, three. Three.